Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 82 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author, entrepreneur, Wendy H. Jones. I'm looking forward to today's episode because it's another solo show, uh, but I'm going to be doing a bit of an experiment today because, um, first of all, I want to introduce you to my next book, which will be out on the 1st of September and is called Creativity Matters. And it's the third book in the Writing Matters series and has other people writing chapters. But I wrote uh, the first chapter myself. It's called Why Write? And the reason I'm experimenting today is because I'm going to read the first chapter of the book. Now, that's for two reasons. First of all, it's to say that it's quite a nice way of uh, introducing something, of getting the word out. But my real reason is I'm actually thinking of making this into an audio book and doing the uh, audio myself. So I thought I would try reading it out today to see how... How I get on. Uh, so join me for this experiment and I hope you enjoy it. Before I do that, I would just like to say it's a pleasure to bring you this show every week. I love doing it and I want to continue, but it does take time out of my writing. If you would like to support this time, you can do so by going to patreon.com uh, forward slash Wendy H. Jones and you can do so for just $3 a month. Or if you just want to uh, support me on a one-off basis, then you can go to buymeacoffee.com on my website, Wendy H. Jones. So either way, uh, patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones, or if you want to do a one-off payment just uh, for $3, you can do so at Buy Me A Coffee, and my link is at Wendy H. Jones. So why have I decided to do this? Well, I always like experimenting. And as I say to you, I do spend a lot of time trying to push the envelope on what I can do, develop my skills further and show you how you can develop your skills further, which is uh, one of the reasons I do this as well. And I thought that what I would do is read out the first chapter and Please do join me for this experiment because it could go horribly wrong, I have to say. And if it does, then we'll all learn from it. If it goes extremely well, then we'll all learn from it. And I hope that you like the first chapter of the book as well. So this is the opening chapter to uh, Creativity Matters, Find Your Passion for Writing. And the chapter is entitled Why Write by Wendy H. Jones. Where does one start when writing a book on creativity, which focuses on finding your passion for writing, or indeed your passion for writing in different genres if already an established writer? One feels there should be a stirring refrain, a quote from a notable writer, a cry from the heart, a passionate speech, or at the very least something which tantalises and intrigues. The fact of the matter is, all these things will be covered throughout the chapter as I introduce you to why I am passionate about writing and why I feel this is a passion which everyone, including you, can discover, develop and cherish. Each chapter in the book covers a different genre with authors who have a deep and abiding passion for writing within that genre. Indeed, I too have written chapters sharing my passion. However, I wanted to start by looking at why we write at all. At a basic level, we write to communicate because there is something we want to share. 
As a writing coach and tutor, I often hear the refrain, I can't write. Let me unpack that. Unless you're physically unable to write because you have not yet learned to do so, then everyone can write. I would bet my granny on the fact those uttering the phrase write emails, letters, documents, social media posts, etc. almost every day. What they mean is, I don't yet know how to write a story of any kind. There are two important words in this sentence. The first is yet and the second is write. I have deliberately italicised the words write and I will come on to this in a moment. First, I would like to open discussion about the word yet. I believe that everyone has the potential to learn how to write stories. Why do I believe that? It's simple. If you ask anyone to tell you a story about their life, they will wax lyrical and tell you that story. Everyone has the ability to tell stories. They just need encouragement to produce those stories in written form. Stories have been told throughout history, both through oral tradition and in cave paintings. The first evidence of painted stories date from over 30,000 years ago and was discovered in Lascaux and Chavot in France. According to the British Library, the first written characters, and thus the earliest form of writing, appeared about 5,500 years ago. The oldest surviving literary work is thought to be Homer's The Iliad in the crossover from oral to written tradition. So we are all genetically programmed to be storytellers and it would appear to be fear of the written word that puts would-be writers off. That's all very well, I hear you say, but what does this have to do with me? I've been writing for years. You raise a fair point, yet I would like to venture that you have settled into a certain groove writing the same things you have always written. When was the last time you tried something new? When was the last time you stepped out of your comfort zone? At the thought of this, are you feeling a faint stirring of fear, the same fear you felt when you first started writing? It is harnessing that fear and channeling it into words that makes us write or makes us fly as a writer when trying new things. Whilst we all write to communicate every day, This does not bear a passion inside us. It's something we have to do. And I think this is where many would-be writers flounder. They may have struggled at school or do not enjoy the formal aspects of writing and view it as a necessary evil. They may have been told they cannot write or that writing is not a real job. They may have an idea for a story or book, but they just do not feel they have the skills to get it down on paper. Established writers may have been told, stick to what you know. Does any of this resonate with you? Story drives passion, and when it comes to writing, passion is everything. This is not a how-to book, so I will not be telling you how to get started, but having a story inside you bursting to get out is half the battle. It's a feeling like, like no other, where it bubbles and bubbles away, deep inside until it boils over and the words spill onto the page. I know I write because I can't not write. Writing is as natural as breathing to me. I have been writing stories as long as I can remember, and I love storytelling. If there's a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written written yet, then you must write it. Toni Morrison Nearly every great writer is first a great reader. Reading stimulates our brains and allows us to develop and grow in our use of language. I would like to ask you a question. Do you read? 
I know the answers will fall into the following four camps. I love reading and I'm never without a book. Occasionally. I used to, but I don't have time anymore. No, I hate reading. If you're a passionate reader, I applaud you. If you read occasionally, I would encourage you to read more often. If you feel that number three fits your lifestyle, then may I ask you to do one thing. Look at your phone or tablet and in settings, check out the amount of time you spend online per day. I can almost guarantee you will be shocked if your results said, last week you averaged three and a half hours per day online, you will be saying, I didn't spend that much time on my phone or tablet. If you love reading but have fallen out of the habit due to time, it may be useful to think about how you use your time. Not only will you discover your enjoyment of reading, but your eyes will thank you. If you fall into the fourth camp, then again, I will challenge you. Do you read newspapers, social media posts, online articles about things that interest you? If the answer to this is yes, then I would encourage you to visit your local library. Discuss your interests with the librarian and he or she will help you find a book that you might enjoy. Why am I talking about reading in a chapter about writing? The answer is simple. I would strongly encourage you to not only read, but read widely. Read magazines, newspapers, short stories, flash fiction, novels, articles, non-fiction, and do so in different genres. Developing a habit of reading will allow you to be more creative and help you in developing a habit of writing. It will allow you to expand your vocabulary and to see how good writing is done. Fill your brain with words in all their richness. Find your passion for reading and your brain luxuriating in the words you read will have your mind filled to overflowing with stories just waiting to be written. Reading and writing are inextricably linked. Reading great books will inspire you to emulate the greatest writers and give you the powers and the process by which it can be done. We write because we are inspired and because we have a love affair with words. I believe that reading and writing are the most nourishing forms of meditation anyone has so far found. By reading the writings of the most interesting minds in history, we meditate with our own minds and theirs as well. This to me is a miracle. Kurt Vonnegut I will assume as you are reading this book, you want, as the subtitle suggests, to develop your passion for writing. Yet, you may be thinking, as many others do, I do not want to share my writing with anyone. That is absolutely fine. When it comes to writing, we either do it for ourselves or for others. Writing a journal or diary is equally as satisfying as writing the next Booker Prize winning novel. All writing is equally valid and you choose what to do with the finished product. You may want to write a novel to prove to yourself you can do it. If that is your choice, then have at it. Writing should and will allow for personal fulfilment. All writing is personal, whether it's done for publication, for future family generations to read, or for your own enjoyment. Often we start writing because there is a topic about which we are passionate and or are knowledgeable. Does this describe you? Then consider a book based on this passion. When people say to me they want to write a book but don't know what to write about, I start by putting that aside and then spend 10 minutes chatting chatting to them about themselves, their interests and their hobbies. By the end of this conversation, 
it is usually clear they have a passion that would make a fabulous book. When I reflect this back to them, their eyes light up. Usually, the block to starting to write is that nearly every person who wants to write a book starts with the premise they should write a novel. The truth is, all writers should write what they are comfortable writing and what they enjoy writing. Think about what you enjoy doing or enjoy talking about. Does this lend itself to a non-fiction book or even a fictionalised version of a true story? You may believe that no one would find your story interesting as it is a niche market. Visit any bookshop and you will find books written for those who are interested in niche topics. I can assure you, if you find a topic interesting, then so will others. So do not dismiss the power of the passion you have for a topic. When talking about discovering your passion for writing, you should not ignore the fact that whilst writing, you're also learning. Writers, no matter the stage of their journey, are constantly learning. Every day brings a new challenge and a new discovery. I can almost hear you say, what? Learning? Challenges? That sounds like hard work. Yes, writing can be hard work, but at the same time is also worthwhile and enjoyable. The challenge is to grow and develop and along the way become a better writer. Learning comes as you research different aspects of your story or non-fiction narrative. All forms of writing require research, even fiction. For example, I write police procedurals, the D.I. Shona McKenzie mysteries. This involves me researching different aspects of policing in Scotland. At one point, I had my main characters going to a lap dancing club. Trust me, I know nothing about lap dancing. During the research process, I learned many interesting facts, a great deal of which will never make it into my books. However, the facts are stored in my brain and in notebooks, and you never know when they will become useful. Here's an example. Did you know the last person hanged for fraud in the UK was a banker? He pleaded guilty, and he said he did it for the good of the bank. He was hanged anyway, as they said his defence was weak. Whilst you will not read about this in any book except this one, I have used it during a book signing in a bank. Yes, I really did a book signing tour of Scottish banks. This fascinating fact was a way of chatting to people and helping them become aware of my books. Not only does research help my writing, but it also helps me to be a well-rounded person with a wealth of knowledge. I believe writing to be the best job in the world because the writer, through their works, brings enjoyment to those who read them. It is an honour and a privilege to know that someone has bought a book with my name on the front and has enjoyed reading it. Let this writer tell you there is no better feeling. When readers say they can't wait for your next book to come out, it is thrilling. This drives the writer's passion and is what keeps them writing. Seeing your books on the shelves in bookshops, whether physical or virtual, is equally as thrilling. As a writer, I feel like I am a part of literary history. Knowing that I am joining the ranks of a long heritage of Scottish writers fills me with awe. Writers such as Sir Walter Scott, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Robert Louis Stevenson, Muriel Spark, J.M. Barry, need I go on. The lineage of great Scottish writers throughout the centuries is long and contains far too many names to mention in one short chapter. I appreciate not everyone reading this book is from Scotland, but researching great writers in your own country will be equally awe-inspiring. I can guarantee it. 
When I write, I feel like I am a part of something so much greater than me. Writing makes us more observant as we study everyone and everything around us. We take in sights, sounds and smells, internalise them and use them in our writing. It is this intent observation which provides richness to our writing and makes us better writers. It also makes us curious as we wonder why a particular event happened and the effect it had on all those associates with it or the effect on the wider world. Again, this questioning makes us better writers as it gives depth and meaning to what we write. The same holds true whether writing fiction or non-fiction. Every great writer starts by being curious. It has been suggested that writing gives us a meaning and a sense of our place in the world. I would agree with this but would add it is also fun. Writing gives free range to our imagination and gives our brain permission to go places that real life would not allow. For established writers, writing in different genres gives us a familiar gives us a similar sense of freedom. It encourages the writer to use a different type of creativity and sets their imagination free. As you have read this, I hope my words have ignited your own passion for writing and or taking your writing in a new direction. I will finish with the words of iconic writer Umberto Eco. To survive, you must tell stories. Telling stories is the most miraculous, liberating, exciting feeling in the world. This is why I write and why I would encourage you to do so also. Read the remainder of this book and find your own passion for writing amongst the different genres that are covered. You won't regret it. That ends the first bit of my book. Uh, but I would like to say that uh, I've discovered things reading this out. First of all, I stumbled about three or four times. Now, if I was doing this for a proper audio book, then I would go back and I would start from the paragraph again, um, at the beginning of the paragraph, to make sure that I got it exactly right. Uh, it's important to get things right. One of the other things I've been told that you can do is just clap your hands. Then you'll know where that bit is and you will be able to go back and take it out very easily. There are different things you can do. I've enjoyed doing this and I have to say that I am very much thinking that I will actually do the audiobook of this because I think I would be able to do it. I would be interested in what you think about the reading. Apart from the fact I did stumble, obviously, did you think it came across clearly? Did you understand it? Do you think it's something that I would be able to do? I would be interested in your opinions. So you can uh, get in touch with me via my um via my website or you can email me at wendy at wendyhjones.com and tell me what you thought. I would love to hear from you. That's it for another week and I will be back next week with another fabulous guest. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon where you can support me for th uh, as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash wendyhjones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. 
Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.